everyone. Welcome to another week of Opposites React. It is September 16, 2020, episode 34. I am Sarah and I'm here with Tyler. Good evening or morning, depending on when you're listening to this. What about afternoon? No, it's one or the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no one listens in the afternoon. Oh. You're, you're, you're listening to a podcast on your morning commute or something, or you're listening to it at night in bed. But what if I do... I listen to them while I do yeah, chores. Yeah, no, you don't or when you're grinding RPGs or whatever. Oh, that's true, yeah. too. Or playing Picross. I'm just saying no one listens in the afternoon. Like, if you're on your lunch break or workout, you listen to a podcast. Oh. Usually. I'm not saying it's always. <laughs> not everybody's you. <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, well... Well, we've got yeah, a few things to talk about today. Um, I guess this is pretty much fresh in our minds. We want to just start with the um, Sony PS5 little conference today they had? Well, sure. Is there a name for it or no? I couldn't find a name. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just PlayStation Conference. Like, it wasn't it like, a day to play. Was it, like, it was like an hour or what was it? Uh, almost an hour. Yeah. I caught the tail end of it at work. Uh, so the stuff that I did miss, I think I saw on Twitter. But I know they, you know, they sort of short off a few new games. Yeah, there was uh, a few, uh, like Final Fantasy sixteen was just rumored to be there. Um, the Hogwarts Legacy was, not I don't believe, rumored to be there, but that was pretty awesome. Yeah, people were excited for that one. Uh, I, I, when I just turned on, turned uh, tuned into it at work, I caught at the tail end of them showing off the Demon Souls oh, gameplay. Oh, man, it looks so pretty. And I was like, this is like, so it's, I thought they were going to do like a remaster, but this seems like a re boot almost because it's, it's i'm sure it's like it just looks so different like, it looks it's, like it's a different camera angle and like the, it's just the lighting and the yeah it, it looks, looks like it belongs on a ps5 right, pretty much yeah. so that's wonderful impressed. yeah i guess how they can justify selling it at full price right i was gonna say yeah. i just saw the prices for the canadian um pre-orders mm-hmm. guess 80, how much? 89, 89. yeah 89 oh my goodness <laughs> that's the, that's the <laughs> we, were, we were sad with 79 i mean to be fair i would like there's some games i would pay full like, day one price for like it will be the show 21 or yes, ps5 I, I would pay 89 yes. or maybe black ops uh four yeah black ops four it's gonna be right cold war yeah. you're interested in cold war yeah i didn't know that i'm interested We'll see. I'm at least more interested in this launch than I am the Xbox because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all the Xbox games are not new. Well, I mean, they're going to have, well, yeah, around launch, aren't they going to have like the new Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs? Yeah, but they're, I mean, new only on Xbox One Series right. XS. Yeah, they don't <laughs> have like a big exclusive to launch with, right? So you mean like yes. a Halo or something? Yeah, no. Or at least PlayStation, I believe, is having Spider Man. Right. So at least there's something new, but there was at least a lot of promises for the future where I think the only really promising thing for Xbox is Halo. So, and whatever Forza, but they haven't shown that and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. I'm The price is a little scary. We're back into the PS3 scary price days, but. Well, it's launch prices. But by, I bet you by fall, winter 2021, it'll be like a hundred so bucks off. But the cheapest way to get into next generation is Xbox by more than $100. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it's painful. I don't think I could ever go digital only console either because we watch 4K Blu-rays and stuff. So, right. I don't know. The end of the PlayStation Showcase, or you want to call it a thing, they um, teased the, the new God of War game. Yes. Uh, Ragnarok, I think it's called. Yes. I said, Lucas, it's God of War. He said, no, it's Ragnarok. <laughs> so he was watching it for me. So I was like, I hear Kratos, Lucas. Yeah. It says 2021 on the, yeah. the trailer, but I mean, we'll see. It's 
obviously could be pushed who knows or it's been i mean when, when did the other god of war come out 20 2018 i think i was gonna say 17 so it's probably so it's possibly been working on the new one for a couple of years already yeah yeah Either way, there was a lot to look forward to in that we're showcase. still you and i are both still a little uncertain on what they meant by that whole playstation plus collection thing yeah i really would like vague. some clarification like it's not like i don't own most of those games already yeah but for people that don't like that are coming from xbox that'd be a great bunch of games to get into well, it's interesting because I think probably like 80% of the games they showed during that little montage were all like PlayStation exclusives. Yes, exactly. Um, which like didn't surprise me. Yeah. I, I know when that came up, uh, was it, I was watching the Giant Bomb feed and Jan was saying like, what, why is it not the Royal version? Which was like regular well, of vanilla. Of they make you out, go out and buy the Royal version. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm still, like we both agree. I mean, PS5 interests us more than an Xbox Series X. I have um, no interest in a Series X. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we probably won't buy one day one. Like, we're not pre-ordering or anything. We'll, we'll no. buy one sometime next year. Yeah. Know? Like, I have excitement right now for it, but it's it's not, like, hype buy level. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, cool. I'll wait till more stuff's out. Yeah. Kind of thing. Alrighty. Um, oh, another, I guess another topic I briefly read earlier today. I read a review of the, I don't remember the exact title for What's it called? The Super Mario 3D All-Stars oh, bundle. Oh, yeah. It comes out Friday. Right, so um, I read a brief review, and it was just saying how uh, the like it's, it's a good collection. Obviously, I mean the games are all obviously, games. They obviously all play well. Um, like they said, like obviously sixty four. You know, even though it looks a little bit better on the Switch, it obviously hasn't aged compared to the other two games. Yes. Like, so I mean, sixty four is going to look a little old, obviously, but that's everybody's played it or seen it on speed runs for years. Knows yeah. what that game is like. <laughs> Um, yeah, it sounds like it came over like fully. There's no control issues or anything. Um, Sunshine uh, sounds like it was fine as well. Um, Super Mario Galaxy, they mentioned um, the only issue, not really an issue, but uh, because obviously it was designed to play with Wii modes and stuff, which you can use Joy-Cons for, but they're saying like, if you're playing in handheld mode, uh, when there's certain times when you have to interact with a motion control or some kind of like, it's, it's like so you, you, have, you have to actually drag your finger across the screen to do certain things oh. on handheld mode. So what you're saying is I have to use the Joy-Cons to play? I can't use my third-party controller? I don't know. I didn't, it didn't specify that in the article. They were just saying if you're playing it like in a TV mode, like docked, then yeah. you can obviously just use the Joy-Cons. Like you but our Joy-Cons are broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really want to use them. Um, and honestly, the only thing in the review that, which everybody kind of already knows anyway, is they said the collection just feels kind of incomplete without Galaxy 2. I know. Like, I don't understand. Like, are you going to release it separately later? Is it going to be like a DLC thing you have to buy? And considering it's only available for, what, six months? Yeah, it's March 2021. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I, I'm moderately interested, but not... Not super duper. But I mean, it is. I mean, it is convenient, obviously, to you know be able to play those games on the Switch. You don't have to break out your Wii or Wii U to you know play any of these virtual console or. But there was a much better game that came out yesterday on the Switch. Which was Donkey Kong Country Two. Oh yeah, I did see that. The yeah, <laughs> Nintendo Online put that on there, right? So yeah, life is complete. We don't need any of tomorrow's games. <laughs> what, what about Donkey Kong Country Three? We don't need Donkey Kong Country Three. <laughs> <laughs> I know two is the pinnacle. We all, we all know that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really going to mention anything this week about Apex or MLB. There's nothing special to mention. Um, you play them. I play them. Everything's <laughs> still going good. Still trying to juggle the two. Um, probably maybe a little more focus on Apex lately just because in, in MLB I've... Peaked. Um, no, no, I haven't <laughs> peaked. I mean, Collected I'm, all the I'm almost done the eighth inning collection, which is always my... Or the eighth inning program, sorry, which is always one of my goals. And uh, But I, like, I'm, I'm at Prestige XP level now, so that's just going to be a big grind. Mm. Um, I've already got like the live collection done. I've got the... Uh, that 99 Mike Trout card I got. 
Um, I it's only to get the Babe Ruth one. I'm not really in any rush to finish that program. That's just a lot of offline CPU stuff. So yeah. prestige is the highest level. Yeah, like once you get if you get to 100 procedure maxed out. So I'm only at six prestige right now. But the thing is, like, so the equivalent of maybe I mentioned this before, but uh, I think when you were when you're going all the way from bronze up to the end of diamond, I think it was roughly around. I want to say it was either twelve or somewhere between twelve to fifteen thousand XP you needed to level up. Okay. Um, what do you need for platinum? Uh, so once you get to prestige. Oh, prestige. Sorry. One, the equivalent of what? So let's let's just say to go from prestige one to prestige two is the equivalent of four regular XP levels. So you need almost okay. forty to fifty thousand like XP to level up once in prestige, which takes a long time unless you're doing. I mean, obviously certain missions and programs give you a lot of XP, but it's it's a long grind. So, which is fine. I mean, you don't really get any special for hitting 100 prestige. Like along the way in the prestige path, you unlock like some exclusive diamond cards mm-hmm. that are only available in the prestige path. Like you can't buy them but in the store or anything. Them? No, exactly. Like, the funny thing is, at the start, <laughs> at the start of the year, like there was 399 cards. Everybody said, "Oh, these are amazing!" Like a George Springer, a Jose Ramirez, a Eric Thames. They were all like, you know, in in game kind of cards. But right. when you get to this point of the year, it's like, okay, well, I've got the Mickey Mantle, I've got the Mike Trout. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get the Ty Cobb in this new program. I mean, if I get the Babe Ruth soon, like you're just you're stacked with 99s at this point yeah. in the game. So these other guys are they're good, but they're not really gonna, you know, make a huge difference probably for you anymore. Right. So yeah, but whatever. It's it's something. It's another that's like that carrot on the stick just to keep you aiming towards something, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about what we watched on Netflix last night. We Yay. finally got around to watching another Ghibli film. Barco Rosso. Which stands for? It stands for something? Yeah, it means something. Like Pig? Crimson Pig. Is that Barco Rosso? Well, I don't know. That's what the thing on Wikipedia says. Oh. It's Barco Rosso, a.k.a. Crimson well, Pig. Well, I thought his last so. name was Rosso. Yeah. He was Marco Rosso, and I just thought I'd call him Porco because he was a pig. Well, maybe they call him, I don't know, maybe they call him Crimson Pig because his plane was red. I don't know. I don't remember that. Well, his plane is red. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I liked it a lot. Like, yes. Yeah. I complain about a lot of Ghibli I, films here. <laughs> I don't think there was much complaint about this one. The pace, but, the pacing was good. Yes. The humor was good. Yes. The, actually, I thought the, the animation was really good. Like all the the dog yes. fighting scenes and because I had a pet peeve with the last few where animation with movement, like uh, there's been a lot of train scenes, mm-hmm. and they just look weird to me. Like just something's moving faster than something else and it's not supposed to. Yeah, well, keeping in mind, most of this is 1980s Exactly. Animation. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm yeah. just saying for its time. But this one didn't have that. So I think their animation like progressed at, mm-hmm. at this time. But I really like this movie. It's definitely number two. Um, yeah, ain't ever going to be Nausicaa? I don't have emotional yet. It's true. <laughs> but I mean, yes, I, I really recommend watching this one. I mean, like, out of the ones we still have to watch uh, in terms of just like name recognition the ones that i think of when i hear ghibli ones i think like you know spirited away yep. princess mononoke yeah um uh we already watched ponyo before but i don't really remember it that well oh, so we'll so watch it again cute. uh so but yeah no porco rosso i thought was great like i said it was um yeah it, told, it was really it was really not not saying ghibli plots are hard to follow obviously like some the last some of the last ones we watched were simple but this, this one had a pretty linear plot like it was very yeah. easy to understand but yeah. the humor was on point. The humor was great, yeah. <laughs> um, I had a weird thought last night. And I couldn't remember exactly what they were called. Uh, do you, so do you remember like the the pirates that are in the... the sky pirates? The sky pirates are in most of the film, especially at the beginning and end of the film. The guys the guys, the big beard. Uh-huh. Um, like the, the main, I guess the main pirate leader guy. Not not the one that Broker Rosso fights, the Mr. Curtis guy, but the other leader. I don't even know he had a name, but he had this huge beard that went like all the way around his face. Like it looked like... His mouth was, it was just like a huge beard 
and like a little bit of a mouth, right? Okay. Right. For the first time I ever talked or like I saw this huge beard, I, the only thing I could think of was like those enemies in Super Mario World, the ones that um, uh, when you're on the levels where you have to go on like platforms that go across. How do I explain this? Like platforms <laughs> that you know. You know, like platforms that are moving on their own. You're kind of going along for the ride. And you have right. to like jump over things that come at you. It's like little like enemies that are like little fuzzy enemies. Yeah. Aren't they called fuzzies? Are they, are they called? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. For some reason, they look they're exactly like what this guy's beard look like. And I just imagine. <laughs> okay. I see what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. it. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But no. Um, I just found it really weird how I mentioned to you yesterday how we went from only yeah. yesterday. Right. Which is such a feminist movie. And where this one's like. He was turned into a pig because he's a womanizer, so yeah, complete opposite. But well, it, yeah, but again, like the, again, the, it was different directors. Like this one was yeah. Miyazaki. Yes, the, the other one was not. Uh, I can't remember the name of the director on the previous film, but uh, yeah, that one was definitely obviously it had a a, th- a general theme. It was geared towards women. Yeah, like, it's just it was just funny watching them back to back. Yeah, like oh, Ghibli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can definitely say there's been a lot of variety so far in the Ghibli films. For yeah. sure. Like yeah, six or seven we've watched so far. Six maybe. Six, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah, as long as I mean, obviously it's on Netflix. Go check it out if you're interested. Um, I've heard that it's one of Ghibli's sort of like most underrated films. Like no one ever really yeah, talks about I it. I never heard of but, it until we watched yeah. it, and I'm like, dude, I'd recommend this to people. Yeah, yeah it's really so, good. Get out there. Well, I, I had a couple ideas for a topic tonight because I figured we, what, what we were normally going to talk about, would probably take up about half the time on the podcast here. So, um. I was, I was, when I was browsing forums and stuff the other day, I mean, it's something that I've always wanted to do, but, uh, I've had, never had the gunction willpower to stick with it, I guess. Uh, goals. Yeah, no, we're, we're getting back to that. Yeah, goals are suspended right now. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not going to make fake promises anymore. I haven't played Last of Us After 2 in like birthday, a month. After your back on to them. I know. Yes. When I turn 33, things are getting serious again. <laughs> Jeez. 32 though. Whew. Yeah, no. So, g- leading into October every year, I always see on forums and, and other things. Oh, I know what's coming. What? Halloween. Yeah, Halloween marathons. Yeah. So, some people try and watch a film a day. Which, Whoa. I mean, it's not impossible if you no, just... No, it's not. If you don't play Apex and MLB right, every if night. Right, if you're not playing video <laughs> games every night, I mean, you can easily watch an hour and a half, two-hour movie every night, right? But... And some other people, they, you know, just try and watch as many as they can in a month. They don't put a specific number on it. Just mm-hmm. watch whatever. So whether it's rewatching old horror classics or ones you haven't seen before. All the saws in one week. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I I don't I even, I, I don't think, I know I saw the first, I saw the first three Saw films in theaters for sure. Um, and they all had declining quality. Like one was oh, amazing. Two was still good. It was good. Three was, eh, I was yeah. like, okay, three's starting to lose me. And then I, I think I might have saw four on DVD or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm done, done with this franchise. <laughs> and then I caught bits and pieces of like five and six and, was there a seventh? Uh, on, you, on, sure. on I see bits and pieces on YouTube. I mean, you're basically, if you're on YouTube, you're basically just watching the death scenes because yes, you're like, you well, who cares about the plot? Because it just gets more and more ridiculous. It feels like Danganronpa and <laughs> the past trials. <laughs> Cause, well, because it's funny because like minor spoilers here, but I guess like, the in the first saw film like who who is the character that's established to be jigsaw like the one yeah. behind everything i'm not going to spoil the ending of saw wongs i love that film mm-hmm. anybody should watch it for fresh but going into like saw saw three i think is where you realize that like i think saw three is where they kind of officially kill off the jigsaw villain i think so but then four and five i think 
like they're not prequels or anything, but it, it has to do with like, okay, so he's dead, but before he died, he set up all these elaborate yes. plans for someone to succeed him. And I'm like, okay, so now it's like, and the, but there's still like flashbacks with the Jigsaw character about when he was alive with his wife and stuff. I'm like, it's getting a little, oh, a little weird that. now. Now yeah. I'm intrigued. <laughs> so I don't know, but oh God, I'm sorry. I just, I'm, I'm, your iPad just flashed over on the other side of the screen. I just saw the Yankees are beating the Blue Jays seven to nothing. Come on. <laughs> Blue Jays just got thumped yesterday and again thumped again tonight. Anyway, uh, so yeah, going back to Halloween. So <laughs> yeah, uh, the horrors I, of the Jays losing. Horror for me is an interesting genre. Um, I'm not. I really have no problem with gore at all. Like uh, you're desensitized. Yeah, like I can watch anything. Um, well, I shouldn't say that because I mean I know there's some really messed up films out there that I haven't seen. Which, but those ones don't interest me because it's just shock for the sake of shock. Right. I watched some stuff like that back in like my high school days like again like the first couple of soft films i don't really see those as like being too over the top like the deaths are pretty elaborate but it wasn't until later on in the series when they just got like pretty cruel yeah um, for the sake of being cruel yeah but whereas like other films i I remember watching a film i cannot remember what year it came out I, if i'm gonna throw a dart at the board i'm gonna say it was 04 05 but i, I remember watching a movie in, in the theaters when i was in high school called hostel and that was about um a group of like I think it was a group of Americans who went over to a European country somewhere, I don't remember where, and they end up drugged or kidnapped or something, and they wind up in this... Apparently, there's this, like, place where people can just pay, like, lots of money to torture people. Because it's, like oh. it's, like it's like a fantasy they always wanted to do. So right. they kidnap these, kidnap these tourists and torture them. That movie was just cruel for the sake of cruel. Yeah. Um, the and plot and like there was a sequel to it, which I never saw. But, oh, my gosh, yeah, really? Yeah, I heard it was even worse. Um, but, yeah, that one was just disgusting. Whereas, like, because the Saw film at least had a plot and a really good twist to it, whereas this one was just, like... Okay, it's yeah. I can how much... still see the saw deaths in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the thing I like about the first saw film is that yeah, the deaths were messed up, but they they didn't show you too much. Like no. it wasn't like yeah, the later films get get really cruel with there's like what they can show off. But uh, yeah, the first one was more just about how many twists they can throw at you, and it was so, good. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, so anyway, yeah, so horror films for me. Um. I appreciate the classics. Like I know, like a lot of people love the the old zombie films, like Night of the Living Dead and uh, Dawn of the Dead. So I'm talking about the old Dawn of the Dead, not the the newer one that came out in like '04, I think, the Zack Snyder one. Although that one's not bad, but I, I think I'm talking about people that revere like the old George A. Romero zombie films and or even the older classics like the, you know the original Halloween, which, I, which Halloween. I think was '70s, '79. I do like the new. I like the, the couple, 2016, I want to yeah. think it was. The new Halloween that came out was pretty good. But yeah, the original Halloween, John Carpenter one's amazing. I actually don't think I've ever gotten around. What if, if, I, if I was going to put something on my bucket list of like old horror films I'd never seen, I'd really need to go see the original. I've seen, I've seen the rebooted version, which kind of sucked, but the original movie, The Thing. Oh, yeah. From 19, now, again, that's not really technically an original. Cause I think it was a remake of a film from like the 30s or something. <laughs> okay. But I mean, you're talking about such a difference in... In quality, in quality and graphics like, between those decades that the thing in 1982 is is held up as probably one of the best classic horror films one with kurt russell that was another john carpenter film uh he was a great horror director uh is the new one of that one not good i thought it was supposed to be the really new good. the thing no yeah. it's not very good oh no it's it, funny thing is i read about that recently i think it was it was sounded like it could have been cool because the director wanted to go with a lot of practical effects and stuff like kind of like how the original did in the 80s he wanted to pay respect to that but then the studio for whatever reason got all they meddled in and they like oh let's make oh, all this stuff cgi unfortunately so that really ruined the vibe of the film okay um so anyways, I, I just, as an example here, I, I caught someone, someone made a, a list on Letterboxd here of the 31 films they're going to watch for Halloween. What is Letterboxd? I think it's just a, a site you can use. To, it's like a, list, like a list site. Oh, okay. That you can kind of like post. I'm learning so much. Yeah. So, oh, boy, yes. 
so let's see, out of the one, I'm just going to say out of the ones uh, on this guy's list, how many have I seen or what I want to see kind of thing. Mm. So his, I'm not sure how he decided the order here, uh, but so he starts off with uh, Night of the Living Dead, which again is like a, it's one of the original zombie films from like the, right. I don't even know, 60s remind, maybe. Remind Rob Zombie. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. I have seen that one. That was really oh, good. Yeah. That was a newer. That was that like uh, maybe a decade ago. Yeah, 20, so. maybe twenty twelve. I definitely saw that. That one. was good. I like that one. Um, Sleepaway Camp. I haven't seen. I think it's from the eighties. I haven't seen that one, but I I know it has. I read for most of these films. I probably already know what's happened. I've read so many <laughs> plots online, but I know Sleepaway Camp is a really messed up twist, which I'm not going to spoil here. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. That's one is. that people always recommend is like something you won't see coming. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, this one's actually probably one of the newer ones on the list. Um, I think it came out last year. It's called Crawl, and it's actually about um, I think it's like a, a, a father and daughter in Florida, somewhere in Florida or something. Anyway, it's like a hurricane, I think, and then these alligators or crocodiles, I don't remember which, uh, get like washed it washed up in this hurricane. And they end up like so. The basically this town gets flooded, and these this uh, family they're trapped in the house, and the crocodiles come into the house, no. and it's like yeah. <laughs> No, it, it looks really. It looks really cool from the uh, trailer and stuff. Jumanji I wouldn't mind watching this that. List. This this one I really don't have any interest in. I so this next one's called Brightburn. It came I out a few years ago. Um, it's sort of like, it's kind of like a take on an evil Superman. Okay. Uh, like basically, it's not actually based on Superman because they you know for licensing reasons. But basically, it's like this kid who I think is an alien and he he has foster parents and they find out that the kid's maybe a i don't know preteen like 12 13 years old something like that i could be wrong maybe he's older than that but from the trailer i'm trying to remember and he uh i don't know he ends up going basically like evil superman just like killing oh. everybody so i don't know i've seen some bits pretty stuff on youtube and i'm like yeah it seems interesting but i, I also know, i also know how it ends and it doesn't really interest me the way it ends so that kind of you turns me off of everything for yourself why if i knew i hate the ending why am i gonna watch a two-hour movie and waste I my time no the middle might be good uh, this next one I have heard of. I don't think I've ever seen it. This is probably early to mid two thousands. It's called Stay Alive. I think it's about, if I remember correctly, I'm really testing my memory here. I think it's about a group that plays a video game, like a online video game, and they sort of like, I don't know. It's it's probably like it's like something you see on like a South Park game where like they get sucked into the game, and I, or like or like the game is real, and they end up like if they die in the okay, game, they die quest. for real kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those I things. See. So yeah. Uh, here's another recent one. Uh, just, Sword Art Online. It's just called Us. Uh, that's one that came out a couple of years ago. That was directed by Jordan Peele. He did that one called Get Out, which is also a good... I don't I know if I really call Get Out a horror film, but yeah. Us is a really... I don't even know how to describe the plot. I'm going to get into it right now, but I heard it was good, so I might be intrigued to see that one. Here's a classic one from the early 90s, I think, called Candyman. I heard of that one. Yep. Uh, it sounds like a Christmas movie, though. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Next one is another recent one, maybe not even last year. Uh, and I think it's on Netflix right now too, uh, or Amazon? No, on Netflix. Uh, it's called Color Out of Space. It's oh, a sounds like a great. I think I think, I think it's based on H.P. Lovecraft novel. Oh, so some, okay. It's supposed to be really like visually trippy. Okay. Um, but it's got, apparently it has Nicolas Cage in one of his best Gonzo performances. Like, oh no, you, you unsold me. Well, no, because you need someone to fit that material, though. You need ah. a crazy possessed father figure in those films. So who else better than him? Um, the next one, Black Christmas. This is the original Black Christmas, not the remake that was just came out like last year, which apparently I don't know was terrible. Black Christmas is a pretty. I think it's seventies or eighties. That's another classic like horror film. That's but it's about Christmas. You can't have horror at Christmas. <laughs> no, it's about, I think it's about a killer who stalks a bunch of. It's on like a college campus and he stalks a bunch of girls in a sorority on like, Christmas. Something. Christmas horror to me is like Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> what about the night before Christmas? That's a cute one though. <laughs> 
Uh, I have no idea what this next one is. It's called Tigers Are Not Afraid. Never heard of that. I don't know if I put that on my checkout oh. list. Uh, this one's another early, I want to say 90s one called Wishmaster. Um, there's lots of horror movies in the 90s that were just more about like, you know, someone making a deal with the devil or a possessed yeah that was of... definitely a thing when Ouija yeah. boards became super duper cool this this one I definitely remember from the 90s this was a staple of my um, pre high school years I guess you could say uh, called Idle Hands you ever heard of that one I've heard of it, it was, I think it was one of like for pre-gene boys this was a, a one of the first uh, it was a very <laughs> one of the very first Jessica Alba films oh she was, I, re- I she was really Blue young Crush? in this film is that the other no, one? Oh, yeah no wait Blue Crush is that Jessica Alba or is that another? You're thinking of a different one, I think. Am I? In, I know in, one into the blue. Maybe into, into the, the blue. blue. Blue Crush, I think, is like Kate Bosworth. Oh. But yeah, into the blue, I think that's the one with Jessica Alba. Okay, I just remember that being like the preteen, like yeah. wee. Yeah, no, Idle Hands was pretty. I don't know if it would hold up as well. Well, like the visual effects actually, it's mostly practical stuff. I think there's some pretty creative deaths in that one. I remember it also had like Seth Green in it. Oh boy. Uh, Devin Sawa, who was kind of big at the time he also did like final destination he was in mm. those horror films back then so uh final hands i think was a I, i'd be curious to watch it i probably haven't seen that in over a decade i haven't heard final destination on this list yet uh it might not be on here but let's see what else he's got uh these two back to back i've definitely seen uh 28 days later and 28 weeks later oh yes those are sort of modern zombie films yes but like not the traditional slow moving Frankenstein zombies no, these ones are like the fast like yes. rip you apart sprinters. zombies yeah sprinters exactly <gasps> it's like last of the zombies I'm just thinking of another horror movie. Oh. Keep going, sorry. Uh, next one is called uh, Slither. I've heard of that one. I think it's directed by the guy who did like most recent Guardians of the Galaxy films. Oh, he did some like horror films back in the mid 2000s. That's what I Marvel's think. looking for. Yeah, um, I've heard that one was good. I haven't seen it, but I have heard that was good. Dark Water. I haven't oh. seen this one either, but that's one with Jennifer Connelly. I think she's in an apartment building and it's haunted or something. I don't remember. Very. It's, it's a long time. Ago. Water. Did she flood the apartment? Yeah, I think the apartment is. The ceiling floods or something, uh, and then who knows? We here's that. Another recent one here that I might mispronounce. I was Midsommar. It's based on like a it's a group of I want to say they're Americans that go to like a festival somewhere in Europe. Like this weird, weird so cult. This is the weird second cult. Americans go to Europe and die. yeah, but this, is, this isn't like the hostel thing at all. This is more like they go to like this weird cult festival. Okay. And crazy, yeah, crazy things happen. I've heard it's a really messed up film. Um, I think it was directed by the guy who did Hereditary, which is another crazy film that came out a few years ago. It's one about mm-hmm. a uh, mother who, or yeah, I'm not gonna go into that. Hereditary, her was good. Midsummer, I've heard is also good. Uh, the next one, the next one's pretty good choice. I, I, I like this one. Uh, Planet Terror. That was a uh, that was like a double feature that came what came out back in like the mid 2000s. Like Quentin Tarantino did a film called Death Proof with Kurt Russell, and then it was like a double bill. So it was this one, and uh, the other one was called Planet Terror. They called it Grindhouse, I think. It came out as like a oh. double feature in the theaters. So Planet Terror, I think, is directed by Robert Rodriguez. Who did like um, uh, what's he? He did like Sin City and uh, mm. um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Okay, you know, so it's good. I like Planet Terror. It's a good film. It's really campy. It's definitely no. like it's like a well, no, but in a good way. Like it's it's a mid two thousands horror film, but it feels like it's something that was made in the eighties. Just with like the, the way it's the aesthetic of how it's made with like the okay. film reels and stuff. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but it's a good film. Uh, I haven't seen the Twilight Zone movie. Um, no, me neither. I think that's from the eighties. I rode the ride. Yeah. Uh, this next one I know is on uh, Netflix. Uh, it's called The Babysitter. Uh, it came out a couple of years Babysitter ago. Babysitter Club is cute though. <laughs> no, this one's about like I think a babysitter who kills people. Wow, that's awful. Okay, yeah. not no kids though, like ever. teenagers. I'm talking about kill children, like like the kids that still come to your house to get candy at ten. I don't remember the plot. I haven't <laughs> seen it. So I just 
Uh, this next one, this next one I've seen, I saw it last year or two years ago on Blu-ray. It's actually really good. It's a more another recent one uh, called Overlord. It's about a group it's a video of game. yeah. I think it's about a group of soldiers in like World War II. Like they remember they they're flying over Germany. Their plane gets shot down. They have to parachute down. They end up finding out all these weird Nazi experiments about how they're creating like these crazy super soldiers. Like the Winter Soldier, but more vicious. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what else we got here? I actually heard this one was bad. So I don't know why this guy has it on his list, but the Bye Bye Man. This is somebody's opinion. Remember. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying he has a lot of good choice on this list, but he chose one I heard was really bad. It's called the Bye Bye Man. So I don't did know. you read the plot for it? Is that why you know it's bad? I just remember getting bad reviews. So it's another recent one. Never heard of this one called Chopping Mall. It's <laughs> a good name. <laughs> Um, I hope it's a comedy. I know. Eh? It sounds already a good setup. Uh, this one, uh, I've heard is good. I haven't seen it, but it's called, I don't know how you would title it. It's called Rec, like R-E-C, you know, like the record. Oh, record, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I guess that's what it, I think, yeah, I think that's. That sounds nasty. I think it's about people who, there's like a virus going through an apartment complex or something, and the people, I think it gets quarantined or shut down, but basically the, the plot takes place with like, I think it's like a reporter or somebody inside of like a handheld camera and like recording the whole thing, and it's. Oh. So it turns out like really messed up. I thought you said virus and then I thought it was a computer virus. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, That's my mind goes. This is probably the one from like this, I don't know what this is, 60s or 70s, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I've That's heard of that one. Yeah. Here's another one, a very recent one. This might have actually even come out earlier this year. One of the very first pre-COVID movies in theaters, but it's called Underwater. Uh, it was a Kristen Stewart underwater sci-fi horror film. Like okay. A, like um, underwater aliens like or, or monsters like, you know, the if you go to like the bottom of like the mariana's trench like where all these weird sea creatures right. live apparently so this thing's like like underwater underwater aliens so i heard it was good okay um you know you don't get you don't really get those deep sea horror films anymore that was a because it's but it's a scary era. place they should yeah. do it more often uh i mean good for him he's got the classic alien 1970, uh, 1979 yes. i want to say i mean I've, I've seen it a bunch of times but yeah alien's always a great it's it still holds up it's a great horror film even though it's what 40 years old or something uh, I never heard of this one called Final Girls. It looks like some kind of maybe straight to DVD type thing. But uh, the next one I definitely have seen a few years ago. I think it was on Netflix. Maybe it still is. It's called Evil Dead. Uh, it's a remake of there was an Evil Dead film in the late 80s. I think Sam Raimi directed it. Uh, and that was really campy. And this one was more like it was the exact same plot, I think, with maybe a couple of minor variations. This one was like really bloody, like oh. super violent, like messed up. And I was like, again, I don't mind the gore. I thought that was a really cool film, but I could see a lot of people being turned off by the violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like I said, good for him. He ends. He was going to end it October thirty first on the thing, like I mentioned, the nineteen eighty two the thing. So I like the guy's list. Um, a lot of movies on there that would intrigue me that I'd either like to rewatch or I haven't seen before. A couple I never heard of, but yeah. Um, He's missing the others. That's a good one. Yeah, you've seen it. Uh, no, but I've heard it's good. Maybe because of my recommendation. <laughs> yeah, I guess none of the Final Destination movies are good. Um, I like the f- first two. Oh, so it's Saw. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw the third one in theaters too. But um, yeah, the first two for sure. The first one's really good, uh, just because it's the concept is cool. Uh, the second one, obviously, at that point, you kind of know what kind of rules you're playing with here. Mm. Uh, so they get, like a, I remember two had that really crazy, uh, messed up. There's like a highway crash scene. Like okay. there's like a highway pileup, and uh, a lot of the deaths in there are pretty creative. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are good films. Yeah, the Final Destinations, like the couple of the Saw films. What else do I recommend? We've already had other ones I've already mentioned. Um, there was one we saw in theaters. 
Oh, you're thinking of the strangers. Oh my gosh, that yeah, gave that was, me nightmares. That was pretty good. Although oh it had it had it had a few too many jump scares for me. I don't yeah, like yes, jump scares. But that's what gets me like I know. nightmares. <laughs> and that had a depressing ending. I yes. That. Which I guess I kind of I kind of respected because it didn't have their typical cliche like heroes overcome and save the day. It's like, no, the heroes pretty much die. I say pretty much. I'm gonna spoil what happens at the end, but it's it doesn't end the way you think it's going to. Is that Jennifer um, Lawrence film Mother? Is it called Mother? Yes. Is that a horror film or is that just creepy psycho you thriller? Could, you might be able to classify it as horror because it's there's some pretty messed up vis- uh, visual imagery in there. I, I don't think know it's if, like horror films are the same as psych- psycho thrillers. Like I don't know if there's a difference. I feel like most horror films though have generally a pretty straightforward plot or at least a twist that like you can kind of see coming. Whereas like with Mother, that's a really trippy. The screenplay for that is because, you know, it has a lot of biblical allegories yes. and it's very philosophical. I don't know if that's really a traditional horror film, but yeah, you can watch it. I mean, um, so do you plan on watching these movies? Is that your goal here? Well, like the other day when I saw this, list, so I went on Netflix and I wanted to see how many horror films mm. run it. Like Netflix has a decent collection. Not a lot, I, like better than the Christmas collection, which is like yeah. nothing. Yeah. Netflix doesn't have everything. Obviously they got a few good ones on there. Like a few of the ones that run this list, but, um, uh, and Amazon Prime has some as well. I know there's a specific. A lot of people this time of year they might just subscribe for one month. There's this um, uh, service I think it specializes in just horror films it's called Shutter, like S H U D D E R. Shutter. Okay. Yeah, I've heard they have a lot because they have a lot of cool like indie horror stuff on there. Oh boy. Um, one month free. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. Know. I um, the thing with again the thing with, it's not that I can't watch. 31 horror films in a month it's just more like i kind of want to like i don't like watching that many horror films back to back to back i just i like to space them out a bit like i wouldn't mind watching like a dozen maybe yeah but i respect i can't see you making time for a dozen what else am i really gonna be well you're not gonna watch them when lucas is awake so no so it leaves you night times and what do you do i don't don't really want to watch them like on my phone in bed i want to watch them like on a yeah so you're sol yeah (laughs) unless you give up something we'll see Mm mm-hmm Anyways, uh, well, uh, that took up most of our time here, so I guess we will kind of wrap up the podcast here. Um, anything else you want to end it on? Any last-minute remarks? I finally got an acorn in Animal Crossing. Hey. I got a single acorn. <laughs> it took me 16 days. That's weird. No like, comprende. Yeah. Is it just broken? Like I don't know. To? I don't know, but I got one. Mm. I keep getting recipes from balloons. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're just taunting me no yeah. pine cones just one acorn so i still play every day i still <laughs> shake every tree just not happening for me that's all <laughs> Alrighty. well uh we will be back next week with another show obviously i guess we'll watch another ghibli this week sometime. i don't know what's next do you uh let's take a look this one's called ocean waves um it's not a miyazaki or anything i think it's uh yeah, but it's only like 72 minutes. Like it's a, hmm. Cool. Let's, let's, let's just see the plot synopsis here. The film is set in the city of Ko- Kochi. Kochi? I might be pronouncing it wrong. On the Japanese island of Shikoku. It concerns a love triangle that develops between two good friends and a new girl who transfers to their high school from Tokyo. Oh, boy. It says Ocean Waves was an attempt by Studio Ghibli to allow their younger staff members to make a film reasonably cheaply. However, it ended up going both over budget and over schedule. <laughs> I wonder how it did in general. A different kind of audience from most of their films. We might not be able to watch this one because I'm wondering if it just says here in 2017 the film was released on DVD and Blu-ray with only the Japanese audio with English subtitles. So it may not have no. an English dub. Hmm. Okay, what's after that then? If we end up skipping that one, then it's going to be... 
Let me just make sure before I get your hopes up that this one is actually uh-huh. has English for you. Okay, this has English for you. So this one, the one after that, I think, would be called Palm Poco. Oh, okay. I've heard of that one at have least. You? Yes. Yeah. Or unless you want to talk ocean waves all the way to me. I mean, I could. I want to hear you do teenager girl voice. Uh, okay, I might be out. <laughs> <laughs> you already get enough of that with me doing Dangaropa. So. That's true. You do pretty good, though, I must Thank admit. You. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everybody stays safe out there, and we will be back next week. Have a good one. Boys. <laughs>